1: so uh, we're we're definitely happy to have the uh, flexibility and the versatility of our next guest joining us because it's time for the Longhorn Notebook. So with that in mind, with the uh, Longhorn Notebook, let's go to the Vaquero's Cafe and Cantina Hotline and be joined by the head football coach of the University of Texas, uh, Coach Sark is on the line with us now. Sark, I appreciate the time. How are you today? I'm um, great, Craig. Thanks for having me on, Craig. You bet. Uh, I wanted to just give you an opportunity, and uh, <clears throat> thank you to you and, and to John to make this happen, but I, I wanted to give you an opportunity, A, uh, just to give an overview on how you felt uh, so folks can hear it, uh, how everything has gone through the spring, and then, B, we'll just talk about uh, a little bit about what uh, your thoughts are about the spring game on Saturday. But first and foremost, the overview about how you felt things have gone.
2: I think spring ball's gone really well. Uh, you know we had a little bit of a different format this year, having gone three practices and then going on spring break uh, and then coming back for the remaining twelve. Um, you know we practiced three days a week. Uh, I thought that uh, I thought that our guys really bought in in the in the winter conditioning program, and I think that that has shown up here in Spring ball. I think our guys are look physically look really good. Um, I like the depth of where we're at. Um, you know, Naturally, this year, as you touched on, we're able to have the spring game. Part of that's in, because we finally have some linemen. We finally have some depth. Um, we're able to really have a solid two deep, and quite frankly, we can really have a three deep in practice, uh, which is great. And so I love the kind of the projection of where that group is headed. Obviously, there's a lot of youth there. We haven't signed 12 players in the last two years on the offensive line. I love the competition that's happening at at, at a number of positions right now. And uh, I think that that's healthy uh, for all players to know that there's a, you know, there's a guy two or three at their position that is battling, that is pushing them to be the best that they can be. But I also think the competition is really healthy offense and defense. You know, that's that's always one of the hard parts as a coach. When, you, when, you're, when you're going through spring ball and you're going against yourself, you know, who do you want to win? How do you not, you know, who do you want to put, perform better than others? At the end of the day, I think competition is healthy. Uh, we're trying to minimize the mental errors. We're trying to push these guys to, to spaces that are uncomfortable so that they can get comfortable in those spaces. And uh, I, I think it's gone really, really well. And, uh, you know, we've got one more practice tomorrow. Uh, and then we'll get after it here Saturday. But uh, all in all, it's been it's been a good spring. Knock on wood. Uh, you know we, we've we've been the injury bug hasn't hit us um, you know too much in comparison to I know how, how it's hit some other people. So uh, it's gone well. I'm proud of the guys. I'm proud of the work they put in. We are by no means a finished product, but I think we've set ourselves up for a uh, for a really good summer and then getting ourselves ready for fall camp.
1: Longhorns head football coach Steve Sarkeesian joining us here on Light the Tower on the Horn, Craigway and Jeff Howe.
0: Sark, I asked you this uh, during you know, the signing day in December uh, because you, you mentioned it when you first took the job. You wanted to establish a great developmental program at Texas, and I'd, I'd like to just kind of keep track of the markers in terms of where you're at. So as spring winds down, in terms of you know player development, and there's a lot of different areas that touches – are you are you? Do you feel like you're on the track you want to be? Are you are you a little bit ahead, or do you feel like there's some more work to do? Where are you, where are you in terms of getting the player development aspect where you want it?
2: Well, I feel good. You know, there's a lot of layers to player development, right? I think one is the actual play itself on the field. Our players developing into better players from year one to year two to year three, and whatever stage they're in are they physically developing, right? In the weight room um, with, a, with our with our training table, are we eating right, right? Are our bodies changing and developing that way? Um, I think there's academic development, right? Is everybody, you know, striving and, and working towards and, and earning their degree? Uh, and then I think there's just, you know, kind of, overall personal development, right? Are you are you becoming the man that, that we want you to be here at the University of Texas? And so I am really proud of the work that our guys have done. I'm proud of our staff and our organization. Um, you know, we invest a lot in our players. Uh, and in turn, I think we all can kind of see the byproduct of that. We see growth in a lot of different people, uh, a lot of different players. And a lot of times you see that growth from year one to year two from a maturity standpoint, whether that's physical or or mental. Uh, but also I, I see a lot of maturity in our team. I see a lot of development in our team and understanding the situations of the game. And we, we, we spend a lot of time on that because I think a lot of times those, those one or two plays at at situational moments, that's the difference between winning and losing. And so uh, through it all, I, I am proud of the work that our, that our players have put in. Uh, I think there's a definite investment and commitment to, to trying to do it right and, and do it at a high level but I I'm also really proud of our staff and our organization uh, and obviously the support of our, of our administration to to have the resources in place um and then the commitment from all parties involved to to put our players in position and invest in them so that they can develop and so all in all that 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 piece um Uh, I am really proud of. And sometimes it's hard to always equate that, you know, or quantify that, you know, sometimes with weight gains and different things. But, you know, from from a coach's eye and having seen these guys now for heading into year three, I, I am really pleased with where we're at.
1: Sark, so toward that end, uh, you and I have talked about that C word a few times, uh, that old culture thing, but uh, I was really intrigued by some things that you said on that uh, Pivot podcast with Ryan Clark yesterday. There was some <clears throat> real talk and some things about you uh, setting the thermostat for the program, and I just want to give you an opportunity to, 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 to talk about how comfortable you feel with this group now as you begin your third season.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel great w- with this group. You know, we, we still have, you know, there's still a f- you know, fair amount of players on the team that essentially I inherited right when I got here, you know, whether it's the Trevandre sweats or the the Jordan Whittington's or uh, the Vernon Broughton's the Alfred Collins, there's still, there's still a handful of those guys. And then there's still a, a, a group of guys that were signed in December Uh, prior to me getting hired in January that that I didn't get a chance to really recruit but they have been with us since day one when they arrived and now we've got two recruiting cycles of our own uh, of of a group of players but I I think at the end of the day um, everybody in in our organization understands the standard here understands the 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 work ethic needed understands our core values Uh, I think you hear the, the conversation is a lot more natural, not just coming from me and the coaches, but amongst the players, uh, amongst, you know, when somebody new comes on board, um, I think the conversation with that new person doesn't always have to come from us, but it can come from other players, um, graduate assistants, trainers, you know, strength staff. Uh, and so in the end, I, I feel very comfortable, to your point, about the temperature in our building. I think, I think we're striving and working towards being a championship caliber football team. And, you know, sometimes some people can hit that stride sooner than others. Um, You know, we just believe in our process of what we need to do. And I I do. I feel really comfortable. I feel great about this team because uh, when I look at the way we look, I'm excited about that. You know, I think that we've recruited well. I think the guys that have been here have developed their bodies and, and look tremendous. Um, but but beyond that, I, I like just kind of the culture that we've, that we've developed. And I think this is a very tight-knit building that we're in. Uh, we're one that uh, is upbeat, is positive, but is relationship-based. And I, I don't think that anybody in our organization ever feels uncomfortable coming to talk to me about whatever it is. And that's always what I'd hoped I could, I could, I could develop here and, and instill here. And that, that, to me, as a coach, that's the beauty of it. Because when you're connected that way, on a personal level, man, that, that's a sure a heck of a lot easier to go take the field and want to want to compete with one another and fight for one another uh, for a common goal of, of winning a championship.
0: Sark, when you and Coach Millie are, are breaking down quarterbacks, I know you've been asked a ton about quarterbacks this spring, but when you break down the practice film and the scrimmage film and, and look at really those top three guys with Quinn and, and Malik and Arch, how much of it is judging those guys based on kind of the baseline stuff, the the non-negotiables, if you will, you guys have for the quarterback position, and then how much of it do you have to look at and say, okay, Quinn is on a different you know trajectory because of experience than Malik, who because he's been here a little bit longer is on a different uh, a different time clock, if you will, than, than Arch is.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that those are all fair you know assessments because the reality of it is. Right, we we do have non-negotiables here. Whether that's you know work ethic, whether that's uh, you know quarterbacks are not on any list here at the University of Texas. Whether that's an academic list, whether that's uh, an off-the-field issue, wh- whatever that is. I mean, that, there's a standard here in which the quarterback sets the tone, and and we hold all quarterbacks to that standard. But there's also a driving force from providing energy, uh, a level of intensity, a level of Uh, of just their work ethic in which they go to practice, the work ethic that they put in off the field to prepare for practice, mentally, physically, whatever that looks like. But then you have to look at, okay, where are they? What What is their knowledge base of what we're trying to do? And are they able to execute the things at the stage of where they're at in the program? And then how quickly can they elevate themselves to the next step and the next step and the next step. And that, that's, that's really what we look at. And, you know, decision-making comes into those things. Um, ability, a lot of, you know, one of the things I, I assess a lot is, can they, can they not make a bad play worse? I and mean, when we use the adage, don't turn a fender bender into fatalities, bad things are happen in football guys, miss blocks uh, guys run the wrong routes um, we don't you – know, that's going to happen. It's okay to throw the ball away. They might They might know a screen is coming, throw the ball away, not throwing it to a defensive lineman because those can be catastrophic errors. And the, the guys that can do that, that's a positive sign because those are winning plays as well. It's as important as it is to throw that post route for a touchdown. It's equally as important not to force a ball into coverage when you're backed up and all of a sudden you throw a pick six. And so uh, we evaluate a lot of those things. We also evaluate their ability to process what we are teaching them and then go out. And when that, that opportunity presents itself again, not make the same mistakes twice. And then can they learn from others, right? Can they learn when the, when the other quarterbacks getting coached on something, can they learn from that? And so when they're put in that situation that, that, that another guy was, how do they react to it? So there's a lot of levels to this thing. Um, and in the end, you know, I, I think the quarterback it's it's really critical, right? He he instills belief in the entire organization. He instills belief into all 100,000 people in DKR on Saturday afternoons. You know, they that's that's what they do. That that's why it's the most important position in sports. And so, um, you know, who can do that? Who can inspire? Who can instill belief? But still, yet play at a high level and move the chains and and put points on the board and, and do all those types of things
1: which brings us to the spring game sark i wanted to give you an opportunity just to tell fans a little bit about you know uh what can they expect on saturday come in i, I think it's really cool obviously there's going to be an autograph session for them uh with with players at nine thirty. 30 but uh, when you get into uh, uh the the spring drills the spring game the orange what, what can fans expect to see on saturday afternoon
2: yeah, we're, we're really excited about Saturday. Um, you know, Two years ago, we, we were able to play a game from a roster management uh, standpoint. Last year, we weren't as fortunate, um, just with the limitations on the offensive line, uh, most notably. Uh, but this year, we're able to do it again. So we're, we are going to have an autograph signing actually at 9 a.m., Craig, on Bevo Boulevard. And uh, looking forward to the fans being out and interacting with them uh getting around that and then we'll we'll get the players they'll you know, get them eating breakfast and and getting in meetings and getting themselves ready to go and then we'll, we'll kick the ball off at about one o'clock um it'll be an orange and white game um you know obviously the, the quarterbacks won't be live um and some of the special teams we're going to execute the special teams but those sessions won't be live and then we're going to go play ball and we're going to allow a, a, a lot of players to play um and again, it's as much for the fans to see our players, but for some of our players, it's performing in front of, in front of fans. For, for some of our new players, this will be the most people they've played in front of in their lives. And so getting them acclimated to some of that, coming out of the tunnel, um, you know, there's, always, there's always conditions that can show up. It's going to be hotter Saturday than it's been all spring. And so, how do we respond to that? And so, there's a lot of things that I still, the evaluation continues for me. But at the end of the day, I want our players to go out and have fun. They've worked really hard all winter. Uh, They've worked hard. It will end up being through 14 practices by Saturday. Their fans will get a chance, their families will get a chance to kind of come see a little bit of the finished product of where they're at to this stage of, of the year uh And then, when we get done with that with that spring game, then we'll get back in the lab in the summer and in fall camp and get ourselves ready for uh for september
1: all right uh, sark, we'll let you go with this we We had a question for the for for the listeners this morning uh, if there was a one phrase or a mantra or a motto. It didn't even have to be it. It could just be a phrase, uh, you know, that that your father or mom or uncle or, or grandfather, something that somebody said to you that just stuck with you. I have a feeling we may already have the answer when you said, don't turn a fender bender into a fatality with regard to your quarterbacks. But was there something that, that, that uh, someone uh, said to you, a phrase that's just kind of stuck with you all these years?
2: Wow you know i'm i'm a big I'm big into reading, I'm big into the uh, watching podcasts i'm I'm big into all this kind of stuff and so I've, i' don't, you haven't been in my office lately, Craig, but I've got a whole wall of things that um matter to me right huh. and things that 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 stick with me that I hold on to um, but i i think I think one that that really stands out to me is bring the best version of you today
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Whatever that is, what is that best version of you today? Bring that, right? That's all we're asking of. We're we're not asking for superhuman efforts. What what whatever your whatever your job is, whatever your role is in in an organization or in your family or in your household or in the relationship that you're in. What's the best version of you look like, and can you bring that day in and day out, right? And that that's something that that I've always held on to. But I got all sorts of stuff, man. That uh, <laughs> that really matter to me. That I hold on to. That I think you know, ultimately, um, hopefully shape me that in turn is hopefully shaping our organization, because I do believe this teams take on the personality of their head coach. And the more I can instill truly who I am, I think that the more natural it's going to be kind of, you know, culturally and, and the personality of our team come the fall.
1: Sark, I appreciate you taking a few minutes uh, here during this really busy time. I look forward to seeing you on Saturday and uh, glad to hear things have gone uh, so well with uh, spring drills, and we'll look forward to the spring game on Saturday. Thanks again for taking some time with us.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, uh, Jeff. See right. you Thanks, Sark.
1: All right. That's uh, Steve Sarkisian, Sark uh, with the uh, wrap-up, uh, kind of the viewing uh, toward the, the close of spring practice here with a couple more days before the uh, spring game on Saturday.